Welcome to the Cast Extra from Simspa. In the Cast Extra, we feature innovative projects from across the sport and physical activity sector. We hope you enjoy our podcast. So on this very special edition of the cast, um, I'm delighted to be joined by some special guests. Um, we, uh, since we've been working in partnership with a range of organisations, but um, an organisation that we've been working with recently on developing the uh, women and girls professional standard is Well HQ. And I'm delighted that Baz Moffat from Well HQ is joining us today on the podcast, along with Scott Donnelly and Kerry Spark from the Gym Group who um, are working with 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 Baz and, and, and the Well HQ on some really interesting in projects, um, particularly focusing around um, women and uh, the work that they're doing in terms of Scott being a regional manager and PT fitness um, development manager and um, Kerry being a personal trainer. So thanks for, for joining us today on the cast. And um, Baz, if, if we can start um, start kind of just by you sharing some of the work that you've been doing with Simspa and, and in particular um, the, the work around the the, the training that you offer and the courses that you offer, particularly focusing on 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 women and and women's health and and fitness, and why it is really important based on the research that that we've we've all seen around the fact that a lot historically of of training that's that's been developed for um, personal trainers is is kind of been focused on the male anatomy and 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 the impact of that and and if you're happy to just share um some of the work that, that the well has been doing to, to kick us yeah. off on that that'd be great great thank you Annette um you might have to remind me of some of those questions but thank you um yeah I well, the well's been going for like nearly three years now for two and a half years and we are very much on a mission to educate anyone working with girls and women within the context of sports and exercise about the female body um we kind of came up with this idea and everyone was like, oh, my God, yeah, of course. Like, that's a brilliant, that's a brilliant, brilliant idea. Um, and and it because it just really struck us, like, you know, I've done sports science degrees, I've done a master's, I've done personal training qualifications, I've done sports coach qualifications. And at no point did anyone tell me, oh, and by the way, like all this stuff that we're teaching you is, is from a default male perspective. It was just and that's because kind of it was just taken as this is where the research has been done we are applying this research we've learned this best practice but it was it was never questioned now I got my qualifications a really long time ago um but even so now there's only real really a pre and postnatal qualification that is specific for the female body and we just thought gosh you know what the majority of personal trainers the majority of sports coaches are men they don't have a lived experience about being a female and yet they are and they also are coaching and training and supporting all these women but they have no clue about any of the things that happen differently or exclusively inside a female's body so that really annoyed us and that was something that we wanted to address and the other thing that we really wanted to address was the fact that female health women's health however you define that very much sits in the medical world or the academic world so if you've got a problem as a female if you're worried about anything to do with being female it doesn't really matter how minor it is the only person you can have a conversation and get good advice from is a doctor and it's like that or or you can read impenetrable research articles which for the majority of people make no sense and that's that's for me again coming from a coaching and a personal training background i'm like 
the fitness industry, the sports industry knows bodies. We know how to make bodies move well and be well. We are missing a trick if we are not educating that workforce, those people about female health, because there's a lot of stuff that we can kind of help with and support so that, you know, we're, we're taking that that um, that demand off the medical profession, but also we're training girls and women better. So that was kind of our two motivations. Um, and we wanted to educate people that did that that didn't have a physio degree or a sports science degree or you know a physiology degree they had their fitness qualification and their coach qualification we wanted to educate them about female health and and ideally i think probably i don't know how long it's going to take but let's say 5 10 years time all of the work that we're doing right now will be integrated into all the existing qualifications because that's the whole point of having a standard isn't it that everyone can start putting female health into their qualifications but up until that happens we've produced four courses for normal people all online one called the female body one on puberty one on pre and postnatal and one on menopause which will be which is mapped to that new girls and women standard so everyone knows okay like these courses like are legit they're good courses and um, they're recognized by simspa um and it's a way of us kind of like really uh making this education as accessible as possible and super practical because I think we'll go on to talk to Scott and Kerry about the work that we did together at the gym group like neither of those two need to know about the technicalities of a sports bra they do not need to know about all that research that has been put into a sports bra what they need to do is know if a if a midlife woman comes to them and her pet her neck is like really really painful like first of all like what what exercises what stretches and strength exercises can you do to address that but secondly how does scott as you know i, I don't know how old you are scott let's say like you know a midlife man how does he have an appropriate conversation with her about all oh, like have you have you know have you got you know have you got a bra that fits you well without putting himself at risk and i think that that's where our courses fit it's that real real practical application that gets onto the gym floor that they can use straight away and that is so important because the academics and the medics can crack on and do all their complicated stuff but actually as sports coaches and fitness instructors we need to we need to deal with the women in front of us and and feel that we're not stepping over that line yeah i, th I think that's that that's that's critical and it it, it talks to um some work that, that that Simspa's starting to do as part of, of on 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 new strategic direction in terms of the role of 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 pt's coaches and the relationships that they have professionally with with clients um you know necessitate them to be more than a uh, what what people would perceive as a a personal trainer that that there is that because of the, of that relationship and you know you 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 have conversations about things it it's about a kind of as you say having those those appropriate informed conversations tackling some of those taboos sometimes and 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 making it giving equipping um sort of our, our professionals working in the sector with the ability to have those those conversations and and kind of have a an, an understanding um of of what what different client groups are, are facing yeah you go um you go you can go deep pretty quick can't you as a personal trainer like people yeah. will share with you stuff and you're like whoa like and it might not just to be with female health it could be to do with addiction with mental health with relationship problems like stuff that's happening at work whatever like loads of stuff that like is absolutely beyond your scope of practice and you are way out of your depth pretty quick but 
that's okay. Like that's that's having rapport and that's having a relationship. And I think what's really important in this specifically in this female health space is that we are not we are we don't have to fix it. We just have to hold the space and say, okay. Like, I think you should go and get advice from, and that's, again, part of our education is like, where do you, where is your referral network and who do you refer onto when people kind of chat, come up with things that you're like, oh, like, they need help. I can't provide it. Where should I send them? Yeah, it, it's 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 so important. And, and that leads us nicely into the, the work that you've you've been doing Baz, with with the gym group. And um, you know, we, we had a conversation about this um, a few weeks ago and, you know, you were sharing that that project um can can you and 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 perhaps scott and, and kerry tell us a little bit about the work that you've 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 been doing there and and why the project was was kind of initially set up and and what's been happening yeah well i can let i mean i i, I love it i love it with my whole heart the work that we've done over the last six months i think it's absolutely extraordinary but i think scott do you want to start because you were you were in that initial meeting weren't you when we first got the ball rolling on this yeah absolutely yeah yeah so I mean, from from a gym group perspective, we, we started off in this this journey around female health and how we could educate, support our, our trainers to be better equipped at having those conversations that that Baz just described. Uh, we looked at it from a, a few different angles with some objectives at, at the outcome before we we started these kind of exploration conversations with the providers that were out there. So, firstly, from a a team perspective, we we, we have a an overall objective from a, a company perspective to be at 50-50 gender parity by 2030. That's one of the EDI teams, work streams that they're, they're working on. So we thought, what could we do that would be a, a kind of additional work stream to, to kind of work towards that, that goal by 2030? So looking at female health and how we support our team to have better conversations, can we then keep and attract better female talent? So that was one of the, the kind of outcomes we looked at. Obviously, from I mean, you know better than most it seems by that the the longevity of a, a trainer's uh, career within health and fitness is 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 fairly fairly uh, challenging. So, what we want to try and do at the gym group is try and add some value to what these uh, these people do with with their their businesses. So we try and help them build sustainable businesses, and we looked at this female health program as a way of adding some kind of specialist skill set to their to their to their businesses, and will it help to enhance and and encourage them to speak with a with a maybe a different part of the membership base. So that that was a couple of things from a from a team perspective. From a members' perspective, we we, we know that female health is is this emerging trend, and we want to be at the, the forefront of of having those those really positive conversations with our members to make sure that those interactions can be really positive, and that the the team don't feel out their depth when they're having maybe those those conversations with with members, and uh, and and the ability to either kind of broach the subject with them comfortably or signpost them to the relative kind of professional. So there was a few kind of outcomes we looked at at the start and, and very quickly when we were, were having these these conversations with the providers out there, we we, we got to understand that, that getting credible uh, educational support around th this space was was really quite challenging. And when, when we, we had the conversation with, with Baz we, and, and Ruth, our people director, it was a big challenge. Uh, uh, supporter of, of Baz in the in the Rally HQ. She she'd been following them for a while. So it was great to chat to Baz and and, and we, we quickly understood that that was a real good fit for what we were trying to do at the gym group. Brilliant. Um and so what we did was after that kind of and, and what you know Scott's just gone through there is like they 
they knew what their business case was and so like us coming in and supporting them we had really clear kpis that and we didn't design the program to hit those kpis if you like like the program happened and we hit the kpis but they really so this this was a pilot and like we had to we had to prove that like we can we can actually make this happen to hit to help them with their edi targets and then you know the intention is that this rolls out now throughout the whole group but um what we did was they uh, we worked with about 50 personal trainers from across the country in 18 gyms and we they did their met our menopause course so they used the menopause course as their knowledge if you like and there was I don't know like every week they do like 20 or 30 minutes of online learning the gym group brilliantly gave them time to do that so that was within their like employment contract that they were given time to learn and then they were given time to attend our sessions which I just think goes to show like how supportive they were of their workforce to actually do this education and then over over about six to eight weeks I worked with these 50 trainers um, for an hour each week on a specific topic and I was like right you've now learned about um, sports bras for example like what does that mean for you like how is how is that going to show up for you how can we practically apply that um, and that's kind of like and, and that's what we worked on and I think that the knowledge is really important you have to have credible information that you are educating people with but as equally as that is that practical application of that knowledge and then you need a space where everyone can be heard. The people that are struggling, the people that are way out of their depth, the people that are flying and like as a group you all come together with no judgment and no like, you know, like hey, we just need to accept that everyone's at their own stage of their journey and, and we kind of listen and help and I think that was as much value as the, as the education that we were giving as well. A hundred percent. I thought I thought part of the the process when we when we met week to week and and Baz was 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 quite challenging. Which was great to say what you've learned this week. Let's put it into practice. When you come back next week, here's your homework. Let's let's discuss what you've put into practice from what you've learned in, in today's webinar. I thought that was great. We had some really good conversations off the back of that each week when people were were out in the gym and speaking to their clients, speaking to their family members about what they learned that week. So it was it was really valuable. Yeah, I, th I think kind of that that community is is really important. Particularly, I think I, I know when we were we were talking about as you were you were talking, it was a a kind of a a good balance of on that pilot of male and female um, uh, PTs on that, um, and and I think giving you say that that safe space, that sense of community for people to talk about some of the challenges that that some of the learning might present, and a particularly application of that learning. Kerry, I understand you were you were kind of part of the, of that that pilot group. What what kind of how, how did you find the process of of, of the the learning and, and also in terms of the the team around you? Um, what 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 were kind of the the, the standout parts of that for you? I think for me it went it was absolutely amazing having um, Baz on our weekly call. Um, I think I came out of that kind of going, oh, you know, we all need to be more Baz. We need to be, um, I mean, from a, I'm obviously a perimenopausal personal trainer. We need women to advocate for women. And um, that came across like so strongly. We were all like, yes, <laughs> let's go out and have the difficult conversations. Let's talk to people. Let's kind of, you know, bring that little bit of like, you know, that evidence-based knowledge out onto the gym floor um and it that has been amazing the whole i was looking for um a course on menopause because i say i am a perimenopausal woman and there was really nothing um available before this and um it was just so amazing to kind of like come in and i say 
have this evidence-based um, training and education um, available to us. Can I just pick up on a point that Kerry just made there? She's just, you know, she said she's a perimenopause woman. She was looking for a course about the perimenopause. So like we've heard from Scott and you can kind of grasp the concept as to why men wouldn't get this, right? Because they've never, they've never had a period. They've never like won a bra. Like you can get that. But like, I think there is genuinely an expectation that women know how to be women. I think that this everyone like everyone just thinks we know how to, how to do all the life stages. We know like how our bodies work, but we don't. And so I think that, you know, like, and it'd be interesting to hear what, Ke like what Kerry says, but I really felt that like the people, the females on the course were, were learning so much about their own bodies. And then also like, you know, that, that professional application, making them better personal trainers as well. But actually, I think that if you ha then have confidence in yourself and you do the work yourself, like you do pelvic, one of the like, pelvic, pelvic floor is my, is my, my passion topic. But like on pelvic floor week, I was like, right, all of you, men as well. And some of them are like, God, do we even have pelvic floors? I was like, yes, you do. <laughs> You're going to do your exercises as well. But that the homework that week was that everyone has to do their pelvic floor exercises every single day. And they had to post in the group that they'd done it. Now, it's really easy as a fitness instructor to say, oh, make sure you're stretching every day. Make sure you're doing your pelvic floor exercises. But unless you've done the work yourself, I just you don't realize how challenging that is and you don't you don't feel it. And so that was that was really important. But yeah, like Kerry, I think what was that balance between like what new stuff did you learn about you and then what yeah what what was the sort of professional personal balance of it mm. i mean i think one of the first questions you asked in one of the um the uh calls was what are we comfortable talking about and what we're we not mm. comfortable talking about so i was quite comfortable talking to people about i have a lot of um, menopausal clients i was happy talking about their mental health and their sleep and things like that and nutrition i was not happy talking about pelvic floor it was just something that I didn't know enough about because I've not had children so I think that you know I've got to this age and I didn't really know how to do pelvic floor exercises myself because I missed that kind of um, you know that moment where we kind of capture women and kind of go oh okay you're having a child you know this is what you've got to do I, I didn't have that experience so um, for me um, the whole conversation around pelvic health was really interesting and really really valuable. Yeah brilliant um, and then Annette off the back of that pilot obviously you know we've got all these like fabulous people now doing their own thing but I just think it's worth also like saying like what what what's happened next and I think that that kind of that sort of that four to six week flurry of activity that happened after we all did the course and I just kept getting like pictures and messages of people putting on female health workshops of um we've we've um we've designed a pelvic floor workshop that can be delivered in all of the gyms and we've also designed a specific female fitness class that is like a 30 minute class that can be in cut that that isn't isn't legs, bums and tums, it's not focused on the aesthetic at all, it's focused on the function of a female, like teaching them how to move well, how to lift, how to do their core work, and really designed around um, like that, that, that sort of stress management piece, but specifically around females. So Scott, I haven't had an update over the last few weeks, so I'd love to know how that's been going. Yeah, yeah, it landed really, landed really well. Even just the fact that we've put on the, the functional female fitness class has led to some really good conversations with members who are thinking they see the class description which is purposely described to be 
kind of supporting women without having that high impact class that people normally can associate group fitness with and and it started it started those conversations with it with the gyms that have been running those classes around education around this is why we're running this class this is what it's meant for this is the outcomes we're looking to get for our female members so that that's been brilliant so each of the gyms have had them on over the past we probably from the past kind of three weeks and and the feedback we've had so far has been has been excellent. Uh, they're now starting to drop in the the pelvic floor workshops, which is which is excellent. The pelvic health workshops, and then they're, we're hoping to to get at least one of them on a month within those those eighteen uh, gyms, which is which is great. And again, feedback for the first four that have ran in, in those gyms has been has been brilliant. Uh, we we spoke about it. It's our, our gym environment is sometimes tough to to have a, a space to to have those edu- educational conversations, but but the feedback so far is that the the format hasn't been a barrier to what we're trying to do here, which is which is really good to hear. Yeah, it's 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 really good that, that kind of you're already kind of starting to see that that impact for for the gym group as a as a as an organisation as as a business. What what do you think are the kind of the key long term here in terms of the benefits that it will it, it will bring you? Yeah, I mean, like I said at the at the start, around the 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 the, the pursuit of that 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 gender parity in in twenty twenty, this will be one of those key key avenues that we'll work towards in terms of the the retention and attraction of of kind of top female talent. I think the fact that we've we've invested this 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 time and 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 money into into upskilling our our workforce in, in this specific area is is really powerful for for any trainers looking to to start their career or, or maybe potentially move to to another operator. So that that's a, a huge benefit for us, I think, in in the the, the wider we can take this program out with this 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 small eighteen gym pilot, we'll, we'll we'll see that grow in strength. And then again, from a sorry, on your go, Baz. No, I was going to say that I I think from a membership perspective, when when people that are new to fitness, females, let's just focus on females. When females are new to fitness, they don't really like it. They know they have to do it. They're like, I need to get healthy now. You kind of have one chance to get it right as a gym. Like, so like people like me that have been fit and healthy and sporty my whole life, like I will I will always find a way to be fit and sporty. Like, it, like, you know, like little stuff is not going to bother me. With people that are like, you know, they might have been motivated by, I don't know, by some kind of advertising campaign or something like that. They come into that space. And if if there's like not toilet roll in the toilets, if they leak in a class, if they feel uncomfortable, like that they won't come back and they won't say why they're not going to come back, but they just won't come back. And so by educating the workforce, you can spot these people and you don't have to have a conversation with them about it. You don't have they won't they might not want to share with you like their concerns, but you can just set you. These these trainers will have a much greater awareness and a, and so many more tools in their box which they can tap into so that they can create these spaces where females feel they belong. And I genuinely feel that those women that would have just gone left because they're like, "Oh, there's zero chance I'm going back there because no one looked at me, no one talked to me, I felt really embarrassed, I had no clue what I was doing." Will come back, and that's that's for me that that wouldn't happen if the workforce wasn't educated about females. Absolutely. I mean, one yeah. one of our main main goals and main values is around breaking down barriers to fitness for all. And I think this is a, one of the one of the steps that we can do to to help uh, reach that value. We also look at uh, how can we support that that kind of gym intimidated uh, environment. So we we, we know that it, the the gym floor can be quite intimidating for for a number of people. We want to make sure that we can support women through kind of all stages of their life cycle when, when they come onto our gym floor from a from a member's pers- perspective. And this is just one of the, the vehicles we use to do that. 
Yeah, it's, it's so important. I mean, we we kind of see kind of strategies at the moment. It seems to be strategy season. Every, every um, sort of organisation body is is putting out their their strategy. We've we've just had um, latest government strategy get active, and and the key the key theme obviously across all of them is getting more people more more active. But as you, as you say, kind of. A huge part of that is is breaking breaking down those those barriers, and it's is something that that Simspa's working with across our, our partners and and our members, and and I think you know as well as kind of the the organisational benefits and the benefits for um, communities and 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 making gyms and 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 other locations um, more more accessible. I think this kind of goes to again the the the. The kind of greater professional status of 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 PTs and and that specialist knowledge for, for you, Kerry. What what kind of in terms of moving forward, what has been part of this 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 pilot project and the and the learning that you've done with with Baz and and the well? What where, where does that kind of place you as 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 a PT professional? Do you, do you think kind of going forward in terms of of, of your development? It, I think it's given me a lot more confidence to go and um, I say just presents knowledge, you know, have good conversations with members and with um, with my clients as well. Um, it's 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 been a great initiative as far as I'm concerned. I would thoroughly recommend um, you know people do the course, do the learning, read the book. Can I plug the book? Oh too? yeah, you, you have plugged that book. Thank you, Kerry. <laughs> so, yeah, the female body bible. We say everybody should read. Um, but yes, I mean it's it, from my perspective, it has been a um, Again, really important, and I think it's. Um, I say, I can't rave about this enough. I honestly, it's been the best experience for me. Um, very, very positive. Brilliant. So, Baz, in terms of kind of wrapping up, and um, you know, you're giving the opportunity to give uh, another, another plug for the, the work that you're doing at the Well. Um, what what what's the next step for you in terms of kind of where where the kind of learning journey goes for people um and and kind of how kind of we we spread the word and yeah. and really get 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 more um more professionals feeling confident in this area and 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 the skills that are, you know increasing those sort of without barrier conversations and you know as as, as scott said make, making um physical activity spaces accessible for for women um yeah i think that the sector needs to take this really seriously. Like, so this isn't a web one webinar. This isn't a kind of leaflet, or this isn't like a theme for October. This is if you are working with girls and women, you have to be educated about girls and women because without doubt, now the, the what research we don't have very much research, but the research that we do have and all the lived experiences of all the females in the world, we are different. And if you are attempting to support women, you need to understand their bodies. And I think that we we the the the, the partners the organizations the businesses that we work with that get that they're, they're kind of the only people that we're interested in working with now like you know two years ago we would we were you know we were kind of like scrabbling around for business and we and people would come to us and they would literally say can you do a one-hour session on everything to do with females and then they would put a massive marketing budget behind that and they would show they would show off about how you know great they were about female health but nothing changed within that organization to shift this needle to get any kind of um cultural change and any it's huge it's a massive job and that's who we want to be working with because we don't want to it's and we do that through education i just don't think you can address anything you, you can't address any of these gender gaps without educating the workforce and that's what that's what that's who we are looking to work with more and it might be that you know 
who specialise in puberty or menopause or just general female health, that's absolutely fine. But that's where that's where we need to be taking this. It's just like stepping up and saying, right, this has to happen. We're not gonna we're not just gonna list it as a nice to have along with everything else. It's like no, like we need to be working towards educating everyone within the sector on female health. That's that's amazing. And and Scott Kerry, from from the gym group's perspective, um, what what's the kind of long term, longer term objectives for, for for you guys with this? Yeah, I, I mean, to to Baz's point, I, th I think we were genuinely looking to not be tokenistic with this. We wanted to make sure this this was something that landed in this pilot, that we had positive outcomes, that we could link back to some of our our business objectives, but more so that we we had a, a group of trainers who were were better equipped to to deal with uh, females on our gym floor and I think we've, we've definitely ticked that box from from listening to Kerry listening to the feedback we got from the survey at the end of the of the pilot program I think we're, we're well on track to doing that so for us it's about let's pick the next group of trainers that we're going to support and get and get them off and running and, and support with Baz and hopefully longer term we can't have Baz unfortunately forever so we'll, we'll try and build our kind of internal talent to make sure that we can then better support the the rest of the team that are coming through yeah, that's it's 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 an amazing amazing pilot, and and to kind of see the work that the gym group's doing, and and the well is well is doing it is just opening opening up um, opportunities for for more women to get more active, um, and and in a sustainable way, which benefits you know their their health and well being, and um, absolutely fantastic um, hearing about about the project and um, the work that you're doing and and at Simsbury we we kind of really keen to to keep in touch and um, keep sharing kind of the the amazing impact that it's that it's having um, thank you so much Scott Kerry and Baz for for joining us today on the cast really appreciate your time thanks for joining us thank you thank you thank you We hope you enjoyed this edition of the Cast Extra from Simspa. If you'd like to feature in one of our future episodes, please get in touch.